Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That is C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take, on NFL salary cap and contract matters. Um, well, we now know Aaron Donald is not going to retire um, because uh, yesterday he got a new contract for $95 million over the three existing years. So I guess when Sean McVay said things are trending in the right direction last week, he was underselling how close things were. Now, what happened with Aaron Donald is unprecedented because typically if you have multiple years left on your contract and you're unhappy, you have new years added to your contract. If the team is willing to do an extension, when you have multiple years left, which was a rare, which is a rarity in of itself. Um, sometimes what you'll see happen is the team will take a band-aid approach in a situation where a guy has multiple years left on his contract, and there are two approaches that a team would normally take. One would be adding incentives to a contract, and that's something that the um, Patriots did with Rob Gronkowski when he was during his perpetual unhappiness with the six-year $54 million extension he signed in 2012 to become the league's highest paid tight end. In 2017, they added $5.5 million of incentives to try to placate him, which he did earn. He earned all of them. The next year, they added another $3.3 million in 2018 instead of giving him a new deal. And he didn't earn any of the incentives that year. Patriots did that with Brady one year. They added $5 million of incentives where he had to be in the top five in some statistical categories, and he didn't earn any of his. Now, the other approach you take is what's been done with um, Antonio Brown when he was with the Steelers or Stephon Diggs after he got traded um, from the Vikings to the Bills in 2020. You, took, you take money out of future years and put it in the current year. The uh, Bills took $3.3 million out of future years and, and adjust this 2020 compensation upwards from 11.4 to $14.7 million and then added salary guarantees in the process. Now, what Pittsburgh did with Antonio Brown was in 2015... Uh, he wanted a new deal. They don't do deals, so there's a year left um, on a on a contract. So they gave him a two million dollar raise by taking money out of the future years. And then in 2016, they gave him a four million dollar. I think they gave him a four million dollar raise. And then in 2017, which was his contract year, they did a big deal 
um, averaging 17 million per year. That's typically how things are handled. So this is unprecedented for Aaron Donald to give up no new years and get $40 million in new money over the three years left on that he had on his contract. And this is, I'm going to say contract, it's the six-year, $135 million extension he signed in 2018, which made him the league's highest-paid non-quarterback and the first $20 million per year non-quarterback. Um, the ink was barely dry on this deal when Khalil Mack surpassed him by signing for six years, $141 million, which was $23.5 million per year, um, about a week later when he got traded from the Raiders to the Bears. Now, Donald's contract was extremely front-loaded. There was $80 million in the first three new years, $80 million in new money, so it was averaging $26.67 million per year over those first three years. Those are three years he's played. He has three years. He had three years left on his deal for $55 million. Problem was, he wasn't even among one of the 10 highest paid non-quarterbacks at $22.5 million per year. I think he was 11th or 12th before this new deal. But you don't see this happen, that he's, where you have no new years added and a guy gets $40 million bucks in additional money. Um, he was supposed to make $14.25 million this year. Um, that's now up to $31.5. Um, and how the deal breaks down, uh, $25 million signing bonus. Uh, $1.5 million base salary is fully guaranteed. I'm assuming the $5 million roster bonus that's being talked about is the $5 million roster bonus from the second day of the league year. Now, I haven't seen the contract. I'm just going off of reports, primarily a report from Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, um, and then some supplemental reports. 2023, there's a $15 million roster bonus uh, second day of the league year. It's being reported as fully guaranteed. Um, it's probably just skill and injury guarantees it's signing, and the cap guarantee kicks in a couple of days later, and there's a big distinction for this. Why? If you have all three of the guarantees, skill, injury, and salary cap at signing, you get prorated. That $15 million would be prorated. If you have one of the, none of the three, one of the three, or two of the three, and then if two of the three and the third one kicks in like I think it does, there's no proration, and that roster bonus counts all in the year that is due, that it is due, which is 2023. There's a $13.5 million base salary in 2023, guaranteed for injury at signing, fully guaranteed on the third day of the 2023 league year. 2024 roster bonus, the date's not specified. I'm assuming second day of the league year. Um, for $5 million, guaranteed for injury signing, fully guaranteed third day of the 2023 league year. 2024 base salary, which will initially be $30 million, which is fully guaranteed on the fifth day of the league year. I don't know if it's injury guaranteed now or not. That's not uh, put there. But um, there are two voiding dummy years in the contract, um, 2025 and 2026, which void on the last day of the 2024 league year. Um, the there's an option bonus um, where you'll pick up the option for the uh, 2026 league year most likely. Might be both years, but probably just a 2026 dummy voiding year. And in doing so, the $30 million base salary will reduce to 10 and the there's a $20 million option bonus that gets prorated. Um, now, 
the guarantees from this report have no offset. That's not um, the Rams are comfortable with no offsets. They're one of the two teams, Jaguars and Rams, which don't do offsets for um, rookie contracts. But in terms of veteran contracts, the Rams for their bigger deals will typically have no offsets in the early years. That's how Stafford's deal, Matthew Stafford's deal is working with the salary guarantees or any roster bonuses. That's how Jared Goff's contract worked. Cooper Cup has some guarantees with no offsets. Todd Gurley had some guarantees with no offsets. Then in the later years, um, roster bonuses in later years will have um, the offset. So the no offset thing for any other team would be huge. For the Rams, not that big of a deal. And also, um, Donald's last contract, some of the guarantees had no offsets as well. So he wasn't going to go backwards um, in terms of how the guarantees looked um, in um, a contract. Now, one of the things which um, caught my eye in the report was there's no forfeiture language with the 2024 roster bonus. Um, Donald was contemplating retirement, and from day one, I always thought that the retirement talk was just a negotiation ploy. And that's only going to work if you're a great player, because if you're the average run-of-the-mill player, let's say Andrew Whitworth, who has retired, was using retirement as a ploy, they go, you know what? We enjoyed your time here. Hope you enjoy the second phase of the, for the rest of your life. Um, so this retirement ploy is only going to work for someone who is as great as Aaron Donald. I don't necessarily think you have to be in the discussion for greatest defensive player of all time or greatest player of all time. or But you better be pretty damn good to threaten retirement to try to get a new contract, particularly multiple years left on the deal. Now, um, getting back to that roster bonus, which has no forfeiture language, supposedly, I wonder if the roster bonus is structured like the ones in his current contract because it wouldn't necessarily be his if he retired. (laughs) Um, The way the roster bonuses are in his his current contract because there is an additional condition, as I explained in the last podcast, that you have to be a member of the roster uh, the team on the day on a certain day of the league year doesn't specify what day um, on the third day. Uh, it says fully guaranteed on the third day, 2023, but I'm assuming it's second day roster bonus. Cause in this last contract, they were second day. And in this contract, um, their second day, but must fulfill every material obligation under contract report, play and practice with club throughout the, the league year. Unless such failure to practice or play is a result or risk of injury as a result of injury or death resulting from performing services pursuant to this contract or contract is terminated by the waiver system. And with the roster bonus in the 2018 contract, which is being replaced by this one, um, the roster bonuses are paid over the course of the regular season. So you could afford to not have the um, forfeiture language if it is like this. Now, there's supposedly also a no-trade clause in this um, contract as well, at least according to an ESPN report. Now, there may not be the forfeiture language, but if that if it's like this, Donald couldn't retire, unretire, and then have the um, 
roster bonus um, in 2024 free and clear because he wouldn't satisfy all the conditions. I don't know if this is the case because I haven't read the contract, but I'm making a um, presumption. Now, I doubt that since he w- was saying he was going to retire and said he really wanted to play eight years when he started his career, that the um, signing bonus doesn't have forfeiture language. I've never seen a signing bonus which doesn't have forfeiture language, and it usually has some language which the says the players will be subject to forfeiture salary to the maximum extent permitted under Article 4, Section 9 of the Governing Collective Bargaining Agreement. I'm assuming that language is in the signing bonus. He didn't get that out. If he got that out, that would be a first. I've never seen a contract when it's being signed which doesn't have that language um, in there or, or or some sort of forfeiture provision. Now, the guarantees can void, so that 2024 well, roster bonus also uh, could be a problem, or the base salary, um, or if he retires before that, the 2023 guarantees could void. If there's a typical uh, language for voiding uh, uh, for defaults, because usually the word retirement is in there. <laughs> for any type of uh, default language for guarantees. So, use the player default language will say, and the Rams will say, uh, fails to honor material provision of the contract, including leaving the club without players' consent, refusing to report practice or play, or perform services, including but not limited to retirement or holding out. So, if I ever see the contract, I'll be curious to see if he got that language out. Nonetheless, this is unprecedented. There's 95 for 95 million over three years, which works out to an average of 31.67 million per year over the three years. Over the six years, because he made 80 over the first three new years, plus the 95, that's 175 million over the six years from when he signed of new money from when he signed in 2018. There's 46.5 million fully guaranteed at signing. There'll be 65 fully guaranteed by next March, third day of the league year. I'm assuming the same calendar as this year, so that'll be marked by third day of the league year. Uh, Would be March 17th, most likely. So, he's up $17.25 million this year. Um, Through next year, I'm assuming he plays out all three years. He's going to make 60 over two years is opposed to 33.25, that's 26.75 ahead, and 95 over the 3 is opposed to 55, 40. Now, from a cap standpoint, now just based on the reports, the way I, I look at it is Aaron Donald's cap number this year was 26.75 million. It should be 24 million because the uh, signing bonus is getting prorated, um, Five million 2022 through 2026 because you prorate through the dummy voting years. The roster bonus won't get prorated um, if my interpretation is correct. So his cap number is going to be 24. So the Rams are going to gain 2.75 million in cap room if how I'm calculating this is correct. Now, also I'm calculating it is the cap number for 2023 uh, was going to be 23.5, but now will be 38 million. So that's adding 14.5 million to the 2023 cap. And for 2024, the cap number was going to be 
26.25 million. I now I now have it at 31 million 666,666 dollars. And that's because you the roster bonus, not the roster bonus, the option bonus of 20 million is going to get prorated um 2024 through 2026 at 6,666,666 dollars in 2024 and 2025 and then 6 million six hundred six six thousand six hundred six eight dollars in twenty twenty um six. So compared to where the cap number was going to be, if had they done nothing, that's a five million four hundred sixteen thousand six hundred and sixty six dollar cap increase for twenty twenty four. Because of the uh years voting on the last day, twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six voting on the last day of the twenty twenty five, twenty twenty four league year. There's going to be a 2025 cap charge if Donald is done of $23,333,334 in 2025 um, once these three years are up. Now, one thing I think that's going to happen is you're no longer going to have a ceiling or barrier of 22.25 for interior defensive linemen because nobody passed Aaron Donald from when he signed in 2018. So that's good news for... A couple of guys in the 2019 draft class who were eligible, mainly Jeffrey Simmons and potentially Quentin Williams, that no other interior defensive lineman is above 21, um, DeForest Buckner and Leonard Williams. So those two guys should reap the benefit. If I'm Jeffrey Simmons, who looked phenomenal in the playoff game against the uh, Bengals that the Titans lost, I want $25 million per year now. <laughs> That Donald's at uh, thirty, at over thirty-one. Um, two vets who could benefit quicker than others if they continue to play. Um, Leonard Williams was smart last year to do a three-year deal. If he can, plays at a high level, he could get a new contract in 2023 because he signed a three-year deal last year in 2021. And also Chris Jones, who in 2020 did a four-year deal as a franchise player, so he would 2023 is his contract year as well. So he could be someone from the veterans who reap the benefit. And in 2023, Chris Jones will be uh, 29 um, years old. Um, same with um, Leonard Williams. So those two guys as well. Now, of more immediate concern, I've always thought Nick Bosa was potentially going to hit $30 million per year. His brother, Joey, became the highest paid non-quarterback at $27 million per year a couple years ago when he signed. Um, T.J. Watt had been the highest paid non-quarterback at shade over $28 million with the deal he signed last year. I know Tyreek Hill is at $30 million cosmetically, but realistically it's $75 million over three years on the extension with the Dolphins because $45 million in the last year. So it's going to be this deal with Aaron Donald makes it easier for Nick Bosa to hit the $30 million per year mark. And the reason I say that is sometimes teams don't want to reset a market, and by the market I mean highest paid non-quarterback. But they're more willing to fit into an existing salary landscape or structure. And with Donald at 31.67, you could have Bosa draft in behind that at 30, 30.5, and that's more palatable than resetting the landscape. Now, uh, the report said that this deal was done by Todd France. Now, 
I'm a little curious of who the actual agent who negotiated the contract is. The reason I say that is under the NFLPA's records, the lead agent, Brian Irock, on the rookie contract, Tide France was listed as the second agent. On the extension, the lead agent, Brian Irock, second agent, Rich Hurtado, who now um, is an executive for the Broncos and negotiates their contract. The restructure last year for cap purposes, lead agent, Brian Irock, second agent, Todd France. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is Nick Bosa's agent is Brian Irock. Um, so, if he is, I don't know who the lead agent was on this. Maybe maybe it was France, as reported. I suspect it's really IROP based on the history. But um, for um, Nick Bosa, rookie deal, lead agent, Brian IROP, second agent, Todd France. So, since there's the connection there, that deal is definitely going to come up with the Niners. Now, Cooper Cup is the next guy that the uh, only other guy left that the um, uh, Rams have to take care of. And if he said he just wants to be treated fairly, and if I'm the Rams, I hope him being treated fairly isn't. How about just adding a bunch of money to my contract with no New Year's, like with Aaron Donald? Maybe you get him to um, $50 million over two, and he's still under contract through 2023. Uh, if that's what he's now looking at after you've done Donald because you set a precedent for a great player, and teams usually hate setting some sort of contractual precedent. Avoided at all costs. Um, I still suspect it's going to be an extension as opposed to just adding new money with no new years. And more along the lines of what Stefan Diggs did, uh, where it's $96 million over four new years. But we'll see. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's all I have on Aaron Donald's new contract. Um, don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y-G-O-E-L. And read my work at CBSSports.com. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.